0: TV ads for California ballot measures? I get really confused because whether the ads are for
1: or against, they both use the same creepy piano music to scare me. Usually an alternating one five interval on the right hand and a descending melodic minor tetrachord on the left. That's why I'm voting for Prop 4.5. Proposition 4.5 requires advertisers to use major key piano music to argue in favor of a ballot measure (laughs) and minor key progressions only for ads urging you to vote against it. However, ads in favor of a ballot measure that warn you about the consequences of its failure to pass can still be in a minor key, while ads against a ballot measure that argue that its defeat will improve the lives of Californians would be in a major key.
0: It's just that simple. So vote yes on prop 4.5 or vote no.
2: <laughs> oh, that's pretty entertaining. That's from Conan O'Brien. Nice yeah. nice job, Conan and, and company. That's pretty funny. Yeah. I'll um, tell you what, uh, by the end of the the uh, election cycle, you're good and tired of the political ads. <laughs> oh, I can't even imagine. I don't we don't live in a swing state. Used to be a swing state. A swinging state, baby. Uh, but, uh, I mean, the poor people of Wisconsin got to be tearing their hair out. Was that
1: an Austin Powers callback? Is that what that was? I don't
2: know what it was. Wow. What is that? the olden days? It's a classic. <laughs> All right, It's part of your culture. Get to know it.
1: <laughs> you know, we got this text and now I'm feeling guilty. Uh-oh. But I woke up feeling optimistic, then I turned your show on. Oh man, I mean, that's not what we're
0: here oh, for. Oh
2: jeez, Louise. That's not what we're I know, here for. Not, I know. We're not I know.
1: doom scrolling.
2: I, we are I don't know
3: what to do. What on earth was he optimistic about?
1: <laughs> <laughs> now, that's a good question. Maybe you're just delusional.
2: What on earth Whistling were you optimistic past about? past the graveyard as they say. Uh-huh. Wake up. I just smell the despair.
1: I just saw an ad for the Mandalorian, which comes back on Netflix tonight. I don't remember. Was there a cliff- uh, Disney Plus or Disney? Okay, yeah, on Disney. Was there a cliffhanger of some sort? Not, um, kind it's- of. So the the
3: uh, oh boy, Gus Fring, the <laughs> the kind of big bad. Uh, They had a little bit of a a standoff and then a a battle and a departure. So he's still going to be involved, I think, in in the next one. But there wasn't really a will they survive, won't they survive thing. Gus
2: Fring, that's that's better called Saul. Yeah,
3: but the actor who played him is also in this. I couldn't remember the character's name. Wait a minute.
2: Is it one of those cross-promotions? Well, the stars of Happy Days visit Laverne and Shirley. Um, <laughs> the Mandalorian wipes out a drug dealer on Better, better Call Saul.
1: But he's still going to travel from planet to planet protecting Baby Yoda is basically what's going uh, on. So the, the mission
3: for this season is he it is his job to return Baby Yoda to the Jedis, who okay. the Mandalorians and the Jedis have along. They, 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 they right, have not oh gotten yeah. along. Exactly. Keep,
2: yep. Oh, man.
1: The important thing is uh, Baby Yoda stays in the public consciousness through Christmas and plenty of Baby Yoda (laughs) stuff is sold. I think that's the whole Disney. Oh,
2: Disney would never be that cynical. I think that's
1: the whole Disney premise. Moff Gideon,
2: that's the guy's name. Moff Gideon. Nobody cares. (laughs) You know, uh, speaking of Disney, Disney is pissed off at Cal Unicornia because they can't open Disneyland, even though they have parks open all over the world and they're doing fine. But Gavin Mussolini won't permit it. Well, they've teamed up now with 24-Hour Fitness. Their CEO is hammering the powers that be in California to let them open. They're saying, look, we know how to keep people safe. You're crushing our business and everybody who works for it. You're crushing people's lives. Um, You know, and I could go into their logic and the rest of it, but that's what we've been talking about. You give, you give Americans the opportunity to exercise their ingenuity and their energy to solve a problem, they'll solve it. And then people will behave the way they think they ought to behave. They'll make personal choices.
1: The government won't let Disneyland open.
2: Right. I never thought that would be a thing in my life. Right. Absolutely nobody is being compelled to work at Disney Disneyland nor visit it. It's all personal choice, but the government's not going to permit it to protect you.
1: And obviously, goes without saying, but I'll say it anyway, cuz that's what we do as talk show hosts. If you had a giant Black Lives Matter protest with a, you know, 5,000 people right by Disney for some reason, would mm-hmm. be fine.
2: Yeah, no problem. I've had it. Speaking of protests, boy, things have gotten ugly in Philadelphia.
1: We can uh, tell you how ugly with somebody who's there in just a moment, but you know, these are ugly times, so it might be a good idea to get some sort of home security. Every 26 seconds, there's a break in in this country. But if you've got Simply Safe Home Security, you can protect your whole home around the clock.
2: Yeah, and Simply Safe is not like a cheap alternative uh, security system. It does save you money, but it's the best. It's the best overall home security of 2020. According to U.S. News and World Report, one of the main reasons for that is there's no long, expensive contract. If you decide you don't like it, drop it. It's
1: simple 30-minute
2: setup that you can
1: do yourself is just awesome. No hidden fees, no installation costs, no contract, as Joe mentioned. And it is the best system you can get, according to the U.S. News & World Report. That's just
2: amazing. 60-day risk-free trial with any new system order. Risk-free. Go to simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. You get a free security camera so you know if there's a rando at your front door. Release the hounds. Simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. Uh, It's S-I-M-P-L-I. Simplysafe.com slash Armstrong.
1: Don't release the hounds tomorrow night. That rando at your door is a Mandalorian who's actually an eight-year-old who just wants some
2: candy. I hope he can handle the hounds. It's called Halloween. Do you think there will be militant anti-trick-or-treaters yelling out their doors?
1: I think there will be. Really? I I suppose I wouldn't be shocked. I could believe there'd be a sign. Somebody have a
2: sign in their yard. Yeah. Well, the crowd that rips down Trump signs or uh, you know screams at people in the park when they're alone and they don't have a mask on. Those people are out there.
1: I can't believe I've waited until the day before Halloween to uh, to figure this out. But um, I suppose I ought to have a backup plan if the neighborhood we go to is there's no lights on anywhere. Or are we going to wear masks? Underneath masks? You need to have a backup plan for treats. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> if only there was
3: an option presented <laughs> with, uh, I get treats or something. Might there be an
2: alternative? <laughs> I tell you what the alternative is. Give the kids your credit card, turn them loose in Costco.
1: <laughs> Here's dad's buck knife. Take care of their tires. Oh, oh my. <laughs> oh, oh,
2: oh. Now we're talking. Do you think people will mark off
1: six feet? Going up to the, uh, you know, yeah, I, I feel like maybe I've underplayed this situation because, you know, it's easy for me to dismiss because I live out in the country. We haven't ever had a trick or treater ever. We're not going to. Um, What would I do if I lived in town? Uh, If I didn't have kids, would I welcome a whole bunch of uh, people breathing in front of my door? I'm not sure. I would actually.
2: I think it'd be easy enough to distance. I will bet you'd figure it out. But a lot of people won't want to take the risk. Yeah. Some for legitimate medical reasons, and I completely respect that. Some out of paranoia or because Trump said open it up, they believe that we should imprison the entire country. Uh, so yeah, you may you may run into some craziness Cause,
1: you know sometimes may, may, have
2: your uh, your recorder ready on your phone. Oh yeah, good idea. Yeah.
1: Because you know sometimes you open the door and there's like ten kids and five parents standing there. It's a big group of
2: people. Sure. Breathing in your doorway. Dripping the vid. Dr- 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 dripping off of them. So, uh, yeah. and In fact, I would encourage everybody, if you're going to go trick-or-treating or, or what have you, uh, bring your smartphone. Of course, you'd never let it go because it's the new umbilical cord. Um, <laughs> yeah, like I'm not going to have my smartphone. And be ready to record anybody who harasses you or whatever, and then you can send it to us. We'll air it. But do I make my kids wear a mask? You think
1: that's mandatory if somebody's coming to your door? I think that would be polite. Yeah. not sure how that's going to work under his mask, I guess. Anyway, everybody's going to have to figure this out. Well, you tell me on the text line. You're going to open the door for kids that don't have masks on. Text line 415-295-KFTC. 415-295-KFTC. Can't believe I didn't think this all through until the day before Halloween. Mm. You're saying go with the tricks, Sean.
3: That, oh, that's the alternative. Ah, nailed it. A brick through a window is not a trick. <laughs> no, that's a, that's a
1: crime. That's a crime. Slashing tires is a crime also. Is it?
2: Uh, yes, yes it is, clearly. So
1: we're talking about soap and windows or?
2: Uh, what can you do these days that is in good fun that won't get you sued or shot?
1: Hmm. Hmm. Tip over their outhouse. Not that many outhouses.
2: You don't dare toilet paper because you know with this new second wave of COVID, it uh, could lead to a shortage. And, yeah. Exactly.
1: That used to be my grandpa's job in Beaconsfield, Iowa. He would sit by the town outhouse and make sure the uh, the, the 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 high school kids didn't come by and tip it over because that was a Halloween tradition. Huh. Is
3: that a salaried position or it just, just a find volunteer? The work rewarding. It was just a volunteer.
1: <laughs> yeah. Didn't the next day didn't have to go set the outhouse back up. There was a town outhouse. Yes. Well, the town pump was the. Uh, The kind of the legendary thing there. The town pump, everybody would walk to the town pump. As I've mentioned, my dad didn't have plumbing. When he went off to college, he still didn't have plumbing. You go to the town pump in the middle of town and fill a bucket full of water and take it back to the house and then heat it up for cooking or bathing or whatever. The town pump. So you had a town pump and a town outhouse. Is your dad 140? I know. It seems like he would be, but he's not.
3: What was his favorite streaming service back in the day?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Is the Netflix
1: very good
3: or
2: pretty slow? (laughs) Oh, it'd take like five minutes to download a movie. You'd have to go to the town Netflix, uh, download a movie in your bucket, carry it home, have the kids watch it.
1: The kids like the candy, but you can't just jump to giving them candy. The going to the door and people
2: saying, oh, my gosh, what are you is a big part of it. Oh, of course. Yeah, of course. And the greeting of neighbors and the rest of it. I hope that's happening. Troubled times, Jack. Thanks, China. Thank you. Thank you, you commie bastards. During
1: the commercial break, I'm going to text the group we normally trick-or-treat with. I was just assuming we're all trick-or-treating, but I may have leapt to assumptions that aren't true. They might respond, no, of
2: course we're not. What are you, crazy? Yeah, do it uh, during the commercial break. I will. Yes. Hmm. Do it. I'm hearing a lot of talking, not a lot of texting. (laughs)
1: And uh, the ugliness in Philadelphia is worth at least touching on because it's uh, it's amazing it doesn't get more attention than it does. And will it have an effect on any of the voting in Pennsylvania? Stay around.
0: Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show.
1: Let the air out of the tires using the stem. No damage. Just a polite opinion statement on the lack of candy. There you go. <laughs> is a, uh, a dignified fellow. If you go to homes uh, where they're uh, not handing out candy, you need to go up with some sort of trick. Um, we all know the social
3: contract that we we enter into on this day of days. Exactly. Right. Right. It's part of our
2: culture. Treasured part of our culture.
1: <sighs> Joe Biden was asked the other day about... Uh, What do you think about another unarmed black man being shot? Well, he wasn't unarmed there in Philadelphia.
2: See, the problem was he was armed.
1: And um, I have a feeling that this one is not a close enough a call to have caught on because it certainly hasn't caught on by now. Uh, I'm not seeing any controversy over this shooting. Are you? Other than the people riding in the streets. And the lawyers who are looking to make money. Yeah, but I'm not seeing any cable news shows or anything like that. Politicians. Now, so this if one, you
2: aggressively approach the police with a knife in your hand over and over again, they are going to shoot you.
1: Yeah, so uh, the reason I bring that up is this this one doesn't seem to be a close enough call that the, you know, uh, the left-wing media is even trying to extrapolate it into a story. Um, yet there was rioting uh, because now the word is out on the street. If somebody gets shot by the police, if a black person gets shot by the police, you get to go downtown and riot and steal a bunch of stuff. Here's one reporter that was in the midst of it all the other night.
0: The police, I I, I guarantee you they were told to stand down. Uh, They lost control of several city blocks. Um, The law enforcement failed to not only stop uh, a first round, but a second, a third round of looting across four or five different entire shopping centers. These were not just little strip malls from the middle of America. This was a Walmart super center uh, strip mom. This is, this is something massive that you would think they would have security. Police would, would make this a priority, but no, the police just stood by as people went into store after store after store. And what's crazy is as they cleared one store, then the rioters and looters would jump to the next and they just couldn't keep up with them.
1: Well, there's a number of factors going on here. You've got the political movement of defunding the police And if there's ever an interaction that gets violent between police and protesters, it's always the fault of the police. You've got that whole thing you've got to deal with. Mm -hmm. You got the fact that some of so many of these protests are so giant uh, in these various cities that it would take some serious force, show a force to get them to slow down or to, to, you know, to try to, you know, to, to, to get get in their minds that this ain't happening.
2: Right. Well, anybody who's a parent or a pet owner knows if you permit something, you're just going to get more of it. And the uh, people misbehaving will push it as far as they can.
1: Yeah. And so it's it's good. it'd be hard to turn around at this point. It would take some serious, violent dust-ups with police mm-hmm. in a number of cities to get the word out. And you don't get to do this anymore.
2: Historic head Um
1: you want, to, uh, you want to have an actual peaceful march in the street during the day. You want to, you know... Uh, Uh, mobilize people to vote or whatever you want to do, but you're not going to go steal a bunch of stuff just because there was a a police-involved shooting. Right, yeah. But we're not there yet. I don't know at what point we turn the corner on that. If Biden's elected, do we start to? I don't know. That's an interesting
2: question, yeah. I could see it going either way. Hit us with 71 there, Sean.
0: If you slow the video down, and according to a police officer I spoke to from the Philadelphia Department, uh, you know one of the the looters there had a gun and he pulled it out on me. You can see him briefly as you do a play-by-play. So they came at me with, with a firearm. They came at me with a mob. Uh, they started attacking me. They immediately punched me in the face. And what was interesting was is they were specifically targeting uh, white journalists as uh, there were other great journalists that were there uh... that were uh, people of color but they were leaving them alone and you see the racial divide in this country where you know it's not only not safe to be a reporter telling the truth but also the racial tensions have made things very difficult uh... in this country the narratives that are being played i mean the man had a gun and i'll say this i was lucky enough uh, I, I owe it to god and i give praise to jesus for saving my life in that moment because just right outside a few uh, hundred yards away or hundred yards or so uh, a fifteen-year-old girl was shot uh, multiple guns were fired, and so they had guns. They were using guns, uh, but luckily for me, all I received was about a dozen or so blows to the head and the body.
2: That's a good night. Yeah. Nice night at work. You know, from the um, from Karl Marx himself to modern-day Marxists, to Black Lives Matter, to all sorts of political movements, you have to create a crisis. You have to break the system to reform it uh, in the, n- the brave new image, the worker's paradise, etc., And so they are knowingly pitting the races against each other, against ourselves, to create a crisis. This is all deliberate. And it's not innocent. It's not accidental. They know what they're doing.
1: Uh, We got a couple of texts on the whole trick-or-treating thing. A number of people are planning to trick-or-treat in Redondo Beach. We're going to the beach just off the uh, walk. No mask required. We're going to be here. Somebody in Tahoe. We'll be on the front deck with a special candy distribution tube coming through a jack o' lantern's mouth.
2: Yes. Love it. That's a pretty I good love one. It. Vomiting pumpkin. Somebody's <laughs> saying
1: uh, people need to know if you've got the lights on, uh, we are going to come knock on your door. We're expecting trick or treating, and people need to know that. Yeah, people do need to know that. If you don't want to be involved, that's fine, but turn off your light. Or you're going to have a whole bunch of kids at your house, uh, including my kids, perhaps.
2: Armstrong and Getty. Show. You know what the sad thing is, and I'll be honest with you,
3: there are a lot of friends who I had to really get rid of because they, they are so nonsensical when it comes to this issue. They have the whole every single talking point that they hear on state TV and that they hear from this president. They repeat it and they are blinded by it. I, I had to get rid of them. Because they are too far gone. I try and I try and I try. I think that they have to hit rock bottom like an addict, right? And they have to want to get help. And I got to let them go. And if they're willing to come back and if they're willing to um, live in in reality, then I would welcome them with open arms. But I can't do it. I can't do it anymore.
1: (laughs) Well, that's Don Lemon on CNN. One, I'm skeptical he had more than one, if even one, Trump-loving friend. I find that hard to believe. I mean, it's just a little unlikely. And then, too, I like the whole idea of saying to your friends, "You, I'm cutting you out of my life. You change in the ways that I've said, and I will let you
2: back in. Oh. But you're going to have to change in the ways I've said. Oh, if only I could be that fortunate. <laughs> I'd rather be friends with a hungry Komodo dragon than well, that.
1: Imagine someone saying Long that kid. to you. I'm cutting you out of my life. We were friends, but if you change in the ways I'm asking,
2: I will let you back in. Oh, thanks. There's a two-word reply. with me. me. <laughs> Uh, A two-word reply leaps directly to mind. Uh, A couple
1: of dumb things before we get something with a little more substance. Tomorrow is a full blue moon. How exciting is that? Halloween with a full moon and it's a blue moon. I thought it was uh, full last night.
2: I'll be danged. Even fuller. That is going to be a full-ass moon. Moon.
1: Saturday night, Halloween and a full moon. It's too bad it's COVID going on because that would be a
2: great Halloween. might still be great. Yeah. Yeah, oh man, that, that's great. That's almost like a little gift from the cosmos because things have been so crappy. We're getting a lot of texts
1: from people who say they are welcoming trick-or-treaters and that sort of thing. Uh, you know, uh, confirmation would... bias and that uh, we don't have the audience that's probably going to text a lot of, heck no, I'm not going to have kids come to my house. Um, so, uh, well, I'll let you know how it went on Monday or I'll tweet about it tomorrow night. I am dressed today as a handsome man. I've got a wig that I'm wearing, and uh, it's very good looking. I'm kind of a, I'm, I'm kind of a like a soap opera star look. There's a glow about going. you. Yeah, and I'm I'm just finding out what it's like to be a handsome man. It just. It- <laughs> It looks walk like walking through the workplace. just the way I'm treated in that
2: sort of thing? It's like you stripped a bunch of speaker wire and crafted it into a wig. It's oddly shiny. Yeah, it's the, lustrous.
3: It must be your condition. I just have very good looking hair. And you've got that really good kind of. <laughs> I didn't. I
2: didn't make it look this way. This no. is just kind of tussle. You know exactly. I oh. don't have to.
1: This is just me straight out of
2: bed. This is what yeah, I look like. Exactly. Oh, exactly. You're, you're like a red haired Johnny Depp. <laughs> the pictures are at armstrongandgetty.com and they are worth a glance.
1: If I spent several thousand dollars on a wig, yes, like a real one, I wonder yeah. how it looked.
2: Really good, pretty good. Would it look pretty yeah. good? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I might get Absolutely. one of those. I, I made mean, a complete change in my life. Like, I might do that. Like Ted Danson, he was a bald-headed gent his entire career, but he looked damn good. Uh, he had
1: yeah, beautiful hair.
3: Ted Danson
2: was bald. Heck yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, those were always hair pieces he was wearing on Cheers. Yeah, what? I think I think he was balding on Cheers. I know he was. After that, Well, yeah, hundred percent. Those okay. are really good hair pieces. I might get one. I think you should. Um, <laughs> uh,
1: LeBron James cited as most influential celebrity in the twenty twenty election. Oh
2: gosh, this is a. Well, this, we are doomed.
1: This is, this is a serious study, and I think it's pretty darn interesting, actually. Um, overall, twelve percent of voters report that an entertainer or athlete influenced their thinking regarding the election. 12%, which is not very many. I'm happy to hear that, actually. I'm, I would have expected it to be much higher. Americans saying that an athlete or entertainer had influenced their thinking regarding the election.
2: That number still seems a little high, but I see your point.
1: Uh, influence is higher among black voters at 28%. Hispanic Latino, 20 LGBTQ at 17%. Gen Z and millennials, both 17%.
2: Wow, almost 20%.
1: Down the party line, Democratic voters are more likely to be influenced by athletes or entertainers than Republicans at 17 to 9. Wow. That doesn't surprise me. No. I don't think I've ever known a person on the
2: right that would be moved by an athlete or entertainer. The only time that would be true is if I heard an athlete or an entertainer make a particularly good point. Then it's irrelevant what they do
3: for a living, you know? Um, um, The only time actors make good points are when other people have written the words for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: (laughs) stupid idiots. Oh, that was interesting. Was that on the air or off the air? We were talking about uh, Matthew McConaughey and how he's been a, a closeted conservative and Christian in Hollywood, and now he's so big he can admit it. Good for you, Matthew.
1: I didn't know he was a Christian. He's an interesting dude. Yeah, he is an interesting yeah. dude. He talked about it on a, a, a famous podcast yesterday and said he knows lots of people in Hollywood are Christians that he's prayed with, but they would never, ever let anybody know that. Mm. Huh. Among all voters, 36% said that LeBron James has done the most to raise awareness and motivate people regarding voting. Taylor Swift came in second at 13%. Uh, the Rock at 9%.
2: And Oprah at 6 the Rock. There are lots of rocks. He is at best a rock, <laughs> tying with five percent. Rock Hudson of celebrities
1: uh, that are influencing people. Cardi B, Beyonce, Colin Kaepernick,
3: hmm.
1: Hmm. Kanye West enters the mix of the age group by taking eleven percent for uh, for Gen X's, or I mean millennials. There you go. I feel like I am about to vomit. Yeah. Well, they, this is a serious study, and I can see why. If you're in the business of getting people elected, you need to know, how much do these various celebrities shooting their mouths off matter? Do we need to get some of our own, or do we need to counter these? Asked to name a person whose opinion they trusted the most regarding political or social issues in America. Tom Hanks came in first among total voters at 49%. We got a, a friend who, who swears that Tom Hanks could get elected president if you ran him. Either party. Just don't say much about policy. Yes. Which you don't have to anymore. To see Joe Biden. Just do
3: Q&As on Toy Story or whatever. That,
1: that friend is correct. <laughs> That's the experiment somebody needs to run. Just a Tom
2: Hanks ticket.
1: Well, yeah. What do you stand for? I stand for everything that has made this country great. That's and everything
2: that will make us even better in the
1: future. We can come together as a country. All this fighting and right, and arguing, and, and you just don't answer any questions. Yeah, but what about what about just what no. party on? Doesn't matter. I'm not going to get drugged down into these conversations because that's where everything gets off track. I think you could get elected as a Tom Hanks. I'm for a strong economy. Yeah, exactly. We need to be and strong. Peace, at, peace uh, around the globe, strong at home and abroad. Yes. People, des- people deserve a good education. Yeah, I'm and for a, that. And a, earn a good living. But a fair wage. In safe neighborhoods. Yes. Just stuff like that.
2: Yeah. Well,
1: that's pretty much what's going on now. Pretty close. <laughs> and I think we're ready to push it over to the top, the top to that next level. Yeah. Uh, who's right behind Tom Hanks who could run that way? Oprah Winfrey. Oy. Uh, the Rock actually is ahead. So uh, second place is The Rock. Yeah, Rock. <laughs> <laughs> the Rock. Say
3: that to his face.
1: Uh, LeBron James is then uh, next on the list, so there you go. I, any of those people could get elected president. I don't know. I don't think LeBron James because he's taken a very strong stance on a whole bunch of issues. Yeah. Um, but all those other people, if they're just kind of generically positive about things. I think they could get elected president. Yeah. Trump. <laughs> is that Cardi B? The Chuck. most. Trump. The most influential voice for Republican voters is.
2: Uh, uh, Among celebrities? I don't know. I got a yacht with a flag that says chilling the most. Oh, yes. Rocker Kid
1: Rock is number yes. one among
2: Republicans. Child Rock. He's another Rock. <laughs> right? Kid Rock, Rock Hudson. There are a lot of them.
1: Chris Rock.
2: Chris Rock is another one.
1: Uh, followed by, of course, boy, Republicans are are predictable on these. Uh, uh Kid Rock is number one. Like, you know. I'm 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 right you know that by listening but I don't listen to Ted Nugent or Kid Rock about what they have to
2: say about things I just don't can't imagine celebrities don't matter to me if Ted Um, Nugent wants to recommend a particular compound bow I might listen to that Kid Rock says
1: you know wearing your fedora backwards looks better with your cool new hair I'll go with that right um But even for Republicans, Tom Hanks was third at 42 percent. Very high with Democrats and Republicans because he's kind of just a whatever you think he is in your own mind. That's why Tom Hanks
2: could easily get elected. What is the matter with you people? (laughs) (laughs) We just got a great email from Paolo about the uh, journalism of the day. And uh, it fits in really well. We'll get to that in a second. Among
1: Generation Z voters, which I don't even know who they are. They're quite
2: young, right? That's the youngest voters, I believe.
1: The most trusted opinion I think is... my daughter might be generations. The, the most... You're about
3: to name some YouTuber, aren't you?
1: Well, the most trusted uh, uh, name in politics for Generation Z—I don't even know who it is. Zendaya? Zendaya?
3: Oh, uh, she's an actress. She was. Um, she's number one by far. She's been in uh, one of the, the most recent Spider-Man movie. Very, very talented actress, but young and yeah,
1: yeah. You child. Followed by Beyonce. Once again, The Rock, LeBron James, Oprah Winfrey. Uh, black voters mostly trust. At 67% LeBron James. But he speaks to actual issues. At least he's putting his neck out there. Of course, Tom Hanks is not. He didn't ask for this. He's, <laughs> say, why, why, yeah, he's more
2: a... bewildered by this than I am.
1: <laughs> what? It's not like he's trying to get involved. He's what?
2: sitting at home with his wife of 35 years or whatever, having recently conquered the vid, thinking, what do I have to do to stop this? <laughs> That's
1: hilarious. That's hilarious. Uh, So for black voters, LeBron James, Oprah Winfrey, uh, Kaepernick, then for LGBTQ voters, you start with Lady Gaga, followed by Oprah, then The Rock, Oprah and The Rock and Tom Hanks at the top of all the lists. I'm telling you, any one of them could become president, then we're fully into the movie Idiocracy. Anything else? I mean, the idiocracy was
2: about a professional wrestler becoming president, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's
1: a little too on the nose, isn't it?
2: (laughs) Yes. Well, it it started as a comedy and ended as a documentary. Idiocracy. Watch it this weekend.
1: And then listen to this. Here's one I don't agree with. In terms of issues, 75% of voters said they want to see entertainers use their platforms to address social and political issues. I'm in the 25%, apparently.
2: Well, it's because you're not a liberal.
1: But 75% of people want the entertainers to get involved.
2: Yeah. Well, I don't want to live in that world, but it may be thrust upon me. So
1: I think that just speaks to the number of people that think entertainers have some special
2: brand of insight because they're famous. Is that what's going on there? Yes. Or I think most well-known entertainers, with very few exceptions, which include women with unusually large breasts, most entertainers are at least of average intelligence. And so yeah, they, really stupid people look up to them.
1: But there's that, but as uh, Ricky Gervais said, you're the last people we should look to. Your lives are so unlike anybody else's life, any regular life. You have no perspective on anything.
2: Let me speak for the stupid. What? I hope you enjoyed wasting your breath just then. So,
1: seventy-five percent of voters want their entertainers to speak out on issues. It
2: has electrolytes.
1: It's pretty broken down by party, though. For Democrats,
2: ninety-three percent. Great, Scott. It's
1: it's it's still a half with Republicans, fifty-four percent. But listen, 90- hey,
2: if Ted Nugent and Vince Vaughn are listening, brace yourselves. You're about to hear some disappointing news,
1: <laughs> but 93% of Democrats want entertainers to use their platforms to address uh, politics. There you go. Great.
3: That's Scott. the last thing I want. Well, I, I, as someone who kind of falls into that, I'm interested in what their opinions are, but I'm very rarely swayed by them. I, I, I like them engaging in the conversations, even if they're wrong uh, a decent amount of the time.
1: I never wanted to hear from them, and I really don't now that that I see that so many people actually. Uh, can be can be swayed by them because they have no perspective.
2: Uh, uh, yes. Yeah, but I don't I I can't even conceive of weighing an idea based on who speaks it. Maybe that makes me weird and an outlier. Fine, I can live with that. But the idea that, and, and I'm quite fond of Tom Hanks as a performer, and he seems like a reasonable and decent human being. Although I don't know him at
1: all. No, no. I have I've, no idea what he's actually like. I assume he's a nice guy. He's been around a long time. You surely would have heard some stories. Well,
2: yeah, he's he's said by people who work with him yeah. to, see a thoroughly, to be a thoroughly decent guy. But, I mean, if it, it happens all the time on the Internet. I'll come across an idea, and I'll think, wow, that's beautifully put, or that is persuasive, or I hadn't thought about it like that before. I don't and, and I have no idea who the person is. The idea of adding weight because they're good at a different job, I just don't even get it. I don't I don't care what my favorite shortstop thinks about anything other than when he's whether he's gonna try to turn the double play or just get the out at first to prevent a big inning.
1: And sixty five percent of people believe it's important for corporations to take a, a political stand. 65% want their corporations to take a stand.
2: Got to get to Paolo's email in a moment or two. Does that got something to do with that? Or it's it? got everything to do with it, Okay. Jack. Well, that's coming up next. Of America, this is Ted Nugent. And if Armstrong and Getty don't get on the beast, I'm going to come out there and gut them and hang them on my wall and genuflect at the altar of their carcass.
1: That's
2: good to have a plan.
1: That's one of your influential <laughs> celebrities right there, Ted Nugent. <laughs>
2: genuflect, that's what Ted Cruz was saying to, uh, to Dorsey the other day at the hearing. Terrible Ten. Ted, love him. What a character. Ah, uh, I believe he's a hundred percent authentic, too. I think he is precisely what he seems to be. Which I find charming. So we just came across this tape. It is—is uh, is this from Philadelphia? I think Seattle. Okay, uh, this is a uh, a couple of women. Uh, one of whom gets arrested. Wait for the punchline, and I hope you love it as much as we did. And then I'll, I'll do that email I was talking about. Don't push her.
3: Shut the f- up! You're really f-ing pushing it, you pizza. <laughs> <laughs>
2: She She's spit on, spit on the camera. You're
3: touching me. Don't Don't <laughs> touch her. i my boobs and everything. No.
0: No, I'm exposed. Don't touch her. Steph, you're violating me. You're exposing <sighs> me. My boobs are literally out. Get the Get off. a female police officer now. I am demanding you get a female police officer to help her, please. How do you know they don't identify as female? <sighs> what? What did you just ask me? How do I know if she doesn't
2: identify as female? You're assuming those officers are Okay, in case you missed it, the guy who I presume is another cop, but I'm not sure. I demand a female officer. They're exposing my boobs and everything. I demand a female officer. And the guy says, how do you know she doesn't identify as female of the cop? Ha! <laughs> And the little woke social justice warrior is utterly befuddled, left speechless.
1: God dang it! You're so fortunate you live in a country where you can speed on a poli- spit on a police officer and say those sorts of things, and not just get bitten, beaten to a bloody pulp in yeah, a dark beaten alley, to
2: death. Yeah, <laughs> left to bleed <laughs> out on the alley, which is where it happens. About through... two thirds of the countries on earth. Yeah, yeah. They, so they're screaming obscenities and insults, then spit in the face of a police officer. And they get arrested. And, and their boobs ex- exposed, apparently. Speaking of boobs, this uh, email from Paulo, which I appreciated, uh, is it us? Is this subject line. I think I still pretty much believe that a free market will produce what its consumers want most. So why do we have what we've got now, journalism-wise? Could it be that journalists aren't the problem? We are? Same question for politicians. Is the primitive part of our brains duping the thinking part into demanding all the nonsense we think we don't want? If that sounds just too wacky, consider boobs. See, this boring note just got a teeny bit more interesting, didn't it? Back to boobs. More specifically, consider our fascination with booberators and the mate selection process. And tell me the animal brain hasn't convinced us there is a milk shortage. And from there, how much of a leap is it to an ice cream shortage? Damn, that animal brain really knows how to hit us where we live, doesn't it? Please keep up the great show, at least until I'm too ridden with dementia to notice you've jumped the shark. Paolo, that is the email of the week. The email of the Let's see, you know, we don't do that. But if we did, you would have won. To what extent are we getting the journalism we deserve, along with the politics we deserve? Oh, I think a lot. Which is why, which is why the greatest political thinkers of the last 500 years designed this to not be a democracy.
1: Yeah, no, I, I definitely think we get the government we deserve. Um, I don't know how you, how that gets turned around by anything.
2: I don't know what things are going to look like after the election. You uh, end the filibuster, pack the Supreme Court, add a couple of states that will be reliably Democratic, and we'll all find out together. <laughs> Won't it be exciting, everybody? Good times. <laughs> Happy what Halloween. Do you do? What are you gonna do? Armstrong and Getty.